Well, we're back. Thanks for joining us on the Chorus of Nights podcast. We are very, very happy to have you here today. My name is Cooper, and alongside me, as always, everyone on the far end is Mark. Hello there. And in the middle today is Jack. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing this evening? Uh, no, not this evening. No, it's morning, guys. How are we doing? Yeah. Uh, doing all right, but we've just come out of uh, watching The Last Jedi. So. Mm. Yeah, we all decided that um, today for the podcast, we would all get together, watch it, say some opinions throughout it, and then hop straight into the recording. So hopefully it's uh, all fresh in our minds and we we're are, ready to go. We are fresh off of watching The Last Jedi. This is the one everyone's been waiting for. Uh, the Wait the for arguments me, are going to get heated today because there are two very, very differing opinions on this movie. Uh, and we'll get into that very shortly. Yes, indeed. Just quickly, thanks to our patrons for supporting us. Ben and Nikita, we always appreciate your support. Uh, if you want to go support us, check the link in our Instagram bio. That would be greatly appreciated. TikTok as well. We're yep. on TikTok. Keep uploading weekly. Um, also, thanks to those who tuned in and watched our uh, Ahsoka trailer mm. reaction. Mm. Uh, we had a fun time recording it, um, and we're glad that you guys fun. enjoyed watching it as well. Go so, have a look on YouTube. Yeah, go check it out on YouTube. Um, so, what am I missing? So, last week, um, we actually forgot to do Wait. our... Um, uh, rating for The Force Awakens. I'll take responsibility. That was my fault. No, nah, it's all good. No, so, worries. quickly... Cooper's going to go over what rankings we actually gave it, which might surprise you considering how it was kind of portrayed yeah. through our podcast. Mm. So go on, Cooper. All right. So, Jack, your first listen, you gave it a 5.8, which yeah. I think is very harsh. You think that's harsh. Mark, you gave it a 5.2, which I think is abysmal. And I gave it an 8.9. Oh, is that abysmal, Jack? That's abysmal. No. That is ridiculously high for a rehash of my quick summary for why I gave it 5.2 is simply because I wanted to give it a passing grade of at least 50% because I think it was passable but as I mean we don't need to go over it again Mm. check last week's podcast if you want to know why 100% do you want to give you one no it's more just same old it's like well it's just updated visuals and graphics of a new hope in my opinion it's the same plot with characters I don't like as much so can't really give it higher than it I thought it was a, a really good reintroduction to the world. I thought it introduced some really good new characters and continued the legacy and the, the story of some characters that were really familiar with in a familiar plot that also felt uh, quite uh, rebranded and new. So, And I feel like we get that more in this movie as well. So oh, that's where our scores are at for The Force Awakens. Now... Because we're going with a different structure this week, uh, we're going to get... No, we're not going to get it out of the way. We're going to do who has more screen time and our scene change first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll get into the actual debate because um, I think that's where the heart of the episode is. All right. So this feels really weird to be saying at the start. first at the start, but it's time for who has more screen time. Let me go back to my page. There's some good ones in this one. Um, quite a quite a lot that will be tricky. Now, update the scores. Jack's oh, on five. Okay. Mark's on four. So the best yeah, option for me is a draw, one. and I have to win the next two. The next two, yeah. Wait, so no, no, hang on. He's on one. He's on three. Then no, you won last week. Yeah, I did. Jack did. Jack won last week. Yeah. yeah. I got like almost... Oh, yeah, you did. My bad. Say, Sorry. Right? So it is... It's six to four. Six, six to four. four. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. My yeah. goodness. All right. Six to four. Have there been that many movies already? <laughs> okay. Guys, who has more screen time? Finn or Luke Skywalker? Five, four, three, two, one. Luke. Luke. 
All right. Finn has 17 minutes and 30 seconds. Luke, 21 minutes, 15. That's cool. That's cool. One each. All right. Who has more screen time? Poe Dameron or Rose Tico? Five, four, three, two, one. Rose. Rose. Poe, 12 minutes, 15. Rose, 13 minutes. Oh, Damn. I wish you got more than Poe. Oh. I almost said Poe. I was close. Who has more screen time? Supreme Leader Snoke or Admiral Holdo? Five, four, three, two, one. Holdo. Snoke. Snoke, four minutes, 45. Holdo, five minutes, oh, 30. Let's it's go. Over. <laughs> Who has more screen time? General Hux or BB-8? Five, four, three, two, one. BB-8. General Hux, four minutes, 30. BB-8, four minutes, 45. Oh, Jack. 15 oh, seconds. Jack is four. Holy damn. All right. Who has more screen time? C-3PO or Yoda? Five, four, three, two, one. C-3PO. C-3PO, two minutes 30. Yoda, two minutes. Yes. Oh, on fire. Have you given one wrong Who has more screen time? Chewbacca or, uh, I don't know, I think it's Commander or Admiral, um, Darcy? Five, four, three, two, one. Darcy. Chewie. Chewie, two minutes. Darcy, one minute, 45. Yeah. I should have went the safe option. Why is that the safe option? Because he's a much bigger character yeah. than that commander. <laughs> who has more screen time? Paige Tico or Captain Phasma? Wait, who is that Paige, Paige Tico? Tico. What it's, uh, oh, yeah. Or Captain Phasma. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Phasma. Phasma. Paige, one minute, 30. Phasma, one minute, 45. That's good. Only just so. Yeah. All right. Who has more screen time? Mars Kanata or R2D2? Ooh, Five, I four, three, two, one. R2. R2. Mars, 45 seconds. R2D2, one minute. Let's go. I only got one wrong, I think. You did. Yeah. Jack oh, wins seven to five. Jack, you are the only champion. That's it. We'll still play next week. But we but have next week. So. Game. I did have a tiebreaker, but we don't need to do that anymore. Alrighty. Oh man, I'm hyped. Oh wait, we've got, we got one more thing. We've got, more thing. We got the scene change. Damn it. <laughs> well, should we leave that to last? No, no, it's actually it's relevant to it is. um the movie still anyway. Do you guys have anything you want to talk about in uh, in particular for I don't have a specific one. No. Well, the whole movie would be a good yeah. scene change. Oh, right. Um the whole movie or just completely re altering what they did with Luke. Hundred percent. Um I think Mine's going to be the same as Cooper's, but Cooper has said it first, so I will branch off Cooper's one. All right. So go for it. Mine was to have Finn die. Yeah. I don't see a need. He doesn't yeah, have served a purpose in episode nine, yeah. so why keep him around? Yes, I didn't yeah. know what was going to happen in nine either. I noted that That's doing it would mean a satisfying and meaning, meaningful end to the character. The journey he's gone through in the last week or two weeks and the, the stuff he's learned, he's learned to... Um, not be selfish. He's like to be... Um, and he would have fight sacrificed for a good cause. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like I said, he had no use in Rise of, uh, Rise of Skywalker. And I thought it would have been good as uh, Ray and Poe's push to keep fighting, that they've lost their friend. That's why they keep fighting. That's their reason. Yeah, to add to that, um, Rose Tico basically doomed the entire resistance yeah. if Luke didn't... if they Before they knew Luke was going to show up. Mm. Meaning that she literally did it for some weird 
friendship love thing. It was so random, not that necessary. Was, uh, very waste. awkward and hard to watch. Yeah, waste of a scene. And also, how did they not survive? Um, how did they not pass away when they were when he was carrying yeah. Rose back in the middle of a uh, and <laughs> of not, a not even that? How did they not die when they smash into each other? Oh, it's appalling! It's so bad. Anyway, okay, that's the scene change. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I've already said I would completely change Luke uh-huh. or completely change the whole movie. Yep, exactly. Basically the same thing. Yep. All right. It's time. So um, no structure this week. We're just going to pick out points of the movie that are of some significance, and we're going to debate. I don't know how the if movie. it's good if it's bad. Do you guys want to start anywhere in particular? This is not... Um, this I'm going to go before. for an overall... Uh, I think one re- one one main reason a lot of people don't like this one, and this is also um, my reason too, is the plot is so basic and so boring. Oh, okay. I'm glad you started that. We watched it today, and I was I was trying so hard to get... Forward. Trying so hard to get through it. It was literally just them running out of fuel, and somehow but the First Order boring. could not just catch them or, like... Put on some boosters and didn't shoot their entire ships down. It was lazy riding, a waste of time, and hyperspeed travel shouldn't have even been a thing. Like I'm um, uh, hyperspeed travel. That's where I disagree. I think uh, hyperspace travel was tra- uh, tra- tracking. Tracking. Yeah, sorry, was an interesting uh, inclusion and cool. It was alluded to in Rogue One. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they probably did that because of this. Yeah, well, no, I'm not saying they did that. It might have been just a convenience, um, but I think overall, I think it was a uh, pretty. Um, uh, pretty interesting inclusion. It added higher stakes. It was um, uh, it was uh, visually interesting as well. And we we saw it um progress into Rise of Skywalker as well in a more micro scale, um, with light speed skipping. I don't really love the idea of that. I think just seeing it <laughs> tracking, but I don't know the whole idea of it being in small small ships, big ships. Yes, that makes sense because you can track a big ship. Uh, it's just appalling. It's it's, it's no. like no. Okay, we all know that Star Wars films don't have that much detail in their plot, but this is ridiculous. This is this is like the most filler movie in between, not branching on anything that happened in the first one, and then we, as we know with nine, JJ Abrams just contradicted this whole movie. In other words, so it's just I thought mean, you said there that how we had that opportunity because as we said last week, the end of Force Awakens was such <laughs> a good opportunity for a setup for this movie. As we said last week, many times, but mm. they just completely failed. And also, continuing on the plot, from where the resistance are at the start, being on the run from the first order and the dreadnoughts and everything, to the end, they don't change in anything. They've lost more numbers. And I know you're probably going to say, "Oh, you know, it's good because they're feeling hopeless." And then the next movie, they, they come back and all this stuff. But it's like it's so boring. Like I don't feel any any hope in it. I don't feel any enjoyment after it. I'm just left feeling bland and wanting actually good Star Wars content. Yeah. All right, simple. Well, you know, I wasn't going to play this card this early, but Here I'm going go. to. Here we go. You dog on the plot so much. Here you go. You're going to go to the basic um plot of Anakin. No, 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 no. You dog on the plot so much. Yeah. You say constantly that, oh, it's about the resistance running out of fuel. <laughs> but it's not. And if you look at it closely, it is awfully similar to the story of the Empire Strikes Back. Okay, here we go. Oh, here we go. Okay, this, I was waiting. This, I, I had this, a feeling it was going to be about this. Cooper told me he was going to bring this up. Um, Jack wasn't aware. I kind of am, though. I kind of knew it was going to be... Like, I think... Not that I'm on this topic, before we dive yeah. further, let me just... I took notes, and Cooper will probably agree with these, because 
he was saying about how it's similar to Empire. So I just wanted to write the similarities that I found. Uh, the villains chasing the rebels. So from escaping Hoth in Empire and escaping uh, Dakar in this film. The evacuation of the, of the base, yes. Yep. Uh, Ray's training mirrors Luke's training on Dagobah, yep. except Luke's was just way better. How? Because how Ray was actually him only Yoda was lip on Luke's back. Luke swinging across the trees yep. and lifting <laughs> Jedi training. That's just running around and building your endurance. Luke Ray trying was to the... lift the X wing exactly, and teaching you that size matters not. Oh, yeah, yes. and there's bringing it with the rocks at the end. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. At the end for a little bit of rocks. Yeah, one little thing. And also, her training consisted of her swinging a, a lightsaber like it weighed like 500 pounds or kilos, whatever you want to And mean. reaching out in the force. How much do you miss that? Reaching out in the force, doing what? Feeling, Just feeling the balance. Hoth, feeling By the way, force, understanding what the force When is. I mentioned Hopper, it's like Hopper is a recurring parallel in this film because Crate is basically Hopper at the end of the film instead of the start. Uh, uh, I disagree. Ray going into the cave is the same idea and concept of Luke going into the cave on Dagobah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I think we it's all agree, don't we, that the Empire cave scene is much better. It is, but I still don't... I think this is done pretty well as well. I think it's a pretty... <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it's done well. I don't think the reveal is great, but okay. I think it's done well. And then that last one I saw was uh, Luke's death mirroring Yoda's. Because he's yeah. the he's the mentor in the film who trains the supposed new Jedi, mm-hmm. and then he dies at the end. See, I would say and that's, I know that's a, revenge, but I was going to say, yeah, I would say that's a different, um, different actual plot line to um, Empire. In in the Last Jedi, you do have that mentor that dies, but that doesn't happen in Empire. So. Yeah, it's revenge. Yeah. So. Since we're on the Pretty topic of um, Empire, is in relation to this. The reason why Empire succeeded where this movie failed, and you cannot... Okay, it's subjective, yes, but the majority of the Star Wars community can conversely say, universally say, that Empire is a better movie than this. Yeah, and I'm sorry if you... Okay, yeah. So this is... Okay, that's just putting that on the table yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So next point, right? They they said, oh, and I've, I've watched a lot of um videos, I've, I've read a lot of articles. When Last Jedi came out, they said, oh, the reason why it's so good, the main reason that they kept saying was because it subverted expectations of fans. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, fair enough. Why? All right. They subverted it, right, but in a way that just disregarded previous films' connections to like, legacy characters, right, and the ideas of, like, even Snoke and stuff. So I'm just going to go through about the many reasons why they subverted the expectations in this movie. <laughs> Okay, at the start, at the end of Force Awakens, we have Luke um getting oh well Ray handing supposedly yeah. the lightsaber yeah. to Luke. Yeah. Start of this film, he throws it away. Okay, disregarded that one. Subverted our expectations. Mm, yeah. No issues with that. Ray has these powers right when she's from a nobody. Let's just forget about Rise for a second because it didn't come out yet. Oh, there's a bunch of filthy junk traders <laughs> who sold you off for drinking money. Yeah. Oh my, a lie, a lie now, but it could have been anything. It could have actually been true because Ryan Johnson didn't have the. The Gahunas okay, to, right. to, to make an actual reason why she's so strong. And let me keep going because I've got a whole list of subverting expectations here. Completely against you. Okay, okay, okay. Snoke. Oh, menacing figure. Oh, the new Palpatine, maybe? I agree. Oh, I wonder what his history and his his backstory is. Oh, never mind. He just he just dies because he couldn't see Kylo Ren doing that, apparently, even though he's so powerful but and all this. Technically, he was seeing it, but he saw the wrong person. 
I know. And then um, next one. Ooh, um, Luke Skywalker. I wonder if he, you know, is a wise old Jedi master who's, you know, secluding himself because maybe some failure. Oh, that could be interesting. Oh, wait, he just doesn't want to be a Jedi anymore. He thinks a Jedi will all waste of time and everything. Subverted expectations. What does he say? A honey religion? Or yeah, ho- hokey religion. Oh, that's hard, isn't it? My fighter destroys the, sp- the, the ship. Um, where Leia's on the command bit. Oh, she's in space. Oh, yeah, she should die here and have a, you know, uh, a warrior's death. Oh, wait, she somehow becomes Mary Poppins, subverts expectations on how the Force works. Can I quickly say one other thing about that scene specifically? The thing gets blown up and every single person in the bridge gets sucked down to space. There's about two or three other moments throughout this film where (laughs) something explodes and they're open to space, but they don't get sucked down. Yeah, it happened at the start too. Anyway, so that's subverted our expectations. Okay, Finn and Rose um, have to find this master codebreaker who's the only one that can be able to get onto Snoke's destroyer ship or whatever. Oh, wait, they get locked up in a prison on that Canto Bite planet and then find a guy who can just do it anyway. What's the bucket? What's the coincidence of this? And it's like droids used to do this. Subverted expectations. Yeah, I think you should All right, next one. Um, <laughs> so, Holdo. So, Holdo, she has oh. a secret amazing oh, plan. Yeah. Oh, wait. But we don't know, know it until the end. And anyway, by the end of it, she sacrifices herself, which wasn't initially part of the plan because they still shot the little ships. And you can see on her face she realises her plan sucked. Yeah, because literally. they were all getting... What do you mean? They, they had no they shield. They out because of... No, not that. DJ over Not saying no, that. Really. saying the fact that they all escaped on unshielded ships and got blown <laughs> to smithereens. Yep. Yeah, but and... they weren't supposed to. They weren't going to. That's, that's the constant theme of the plan not working in this movie. And that's fine because... Plans don't always have to work. Why? Plans don't always okay, work. Why, it's more real than doesn't Why didn't they work. just make the plan that they transferred all the fuel from the small ships into the big cruiser that they were already on? And, and go down shields. the crate then in the end, and then and they'll they be safer down. They probably weren't going to make it to crate in the big ship. As if. They're already running that much. Oh, come on. That's such a nitpick. Well, the first order couldn't follow them anyway. They yeah, I was going to say they were already out of range. Kill. Yeah. So, and my last one, which was a subverting of expectations, was, oh, Luke, here we go. He's coming to fight Kylo Ren. He's going to save the, he's going to save the resistance. Oh, wait, it's a hot, he's, he's, he's force projected himself and then dies a pointless death. Not pointless. I pointless in I didn't like that. The resistance. Uh, oh, come like on. What yeah, but it should, it should have been Finn's, should have been Finn's sacrifice. Have been. And if Luke was actually there in person, it would have felt so much more momentous. Okay, no, okay, fine. Let's say Luke shows up. Yeah. How on earth is he going to do? What's he going to do? He wouldn't have had to just stand there and cop a bunch of blaster bolts. He could have at least. But he didn't. He didn't stand there and cop a bunch of blaster I know, but if he was actually there, he could have just confronted them. Yeah, what's he going to do? Tell me what he's going to do. He would have showed up. He would have showed up. Waiting with... for them to storm in. Yeah, or, or waiting for them to storm in and they'll retreat back. Or he goes out with the ships. Right, or even he goes with the um, um, Millennium Falcon. He gets them to come back and pick him up. He goes in, drops in. Or it could have been like in Revenge when Luke and Vader sense each other's presence. Mm-hmm. Luke and Kylo could have sensed each other, and Kylo could have been incensed by his rage already to like one v one. That he went to follow to go mm-hmm. in on his own to fight Luke, and it could have been like an awesome battle and Luke trying to turn Kylo back to the good side. Yep, or exactly. Ben, ben, I'm no, sorry. I've seen that already. I just, I just, I, well, we've seen the subverting we've of seen that already in Star Empire... Wars. Awakens is a copy yeah, of New Hope. Exactly. Empire. Empire, right. Empire subverted the expectations of not, I wouldn't say, even if you didn't like it as much, at least they didn't completely change characters' initial progression from one movie to the next. This one just felt like such a blindside huh? and disjointed completely from from how we known Luke. And at the end of Force yeah. Awakens, oh, no, off this, Luke dude. Is... Sorry, guys. What they did, <laughs> what they did with Luke in this movie is my biggest gripe. Yeah. Well, okay, fine. That's yeah. that's your 
subjective okay. opinion. Yeah, so also, I'm just going to say a subjective opinion. We also have we also have the opinion, right? Of the actor himself, yeah. Mark Hamill, specifically say, stating how he didn't like what they did with Luke. Okay, that's fine. And that's his, that's his decision that's to a not like who's that. played Luke. I know, I'm just saying, it's everyone's opinions, but if an actor verbally states how he's not happy with it, when he's meant to be promoting the movie and giving it good praise and everything, and he clearly was not happy with it, that just shows that there's an added layer to it than just, you know... To me, it just makes me a bit sad. It is he, sad. He seems sad about He wanted it. to play... Because he's the, just as much a fan Everyone wants else. to play the, the um, invincible... No, he didn't no, say that. He didn't say that. He just said that wouldn't be the... He said no, that wouldn't be the way, you know, Mark, Luke would deal with this. Mark is just as much a fan as everyone else, and I think he was disappointed with, with Mark Hamill. Oh, Mark Hamill. I thought you talked about Ben and your brother for a no, second. No, um, Mark Hamill himself was is a, such a fan of Star Wars, like mm. the rest of the community, that yeah. I think he was a bit disappointed with how it was written. I think I don't have an issue with Luke. I actually think it's a different sort of story that we're getting for a character who's kind of hasn't really had not any troubles, but hasn't had a complicated. You gotta let me finish. I'm waiting. Hasn't had a complicated, mm, not essence. I'm trying to think of the word, but basically. You know, he's he's struggled with, yeah, okay, Vader's his father. That's fine. He came to terms with it. That's good. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So that's pretty troubling. That was going to say, that's did, one of the most... Did aunt and uncle... Yeah, died. That's fine. Even though I didn't show emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yoda died. Obi-Wan Lost died. his hand. Yeah, okay. All that. That's fine. So he's, he's been troubled. Maybe I'm looking for the wrong way. More than Ray, yeah. But in terms of what happens to Luke in this movie, you got to think. He is, as, we've, as much as we know, the last Jedi. He is the, the last... last Living Jedi of an entire race that's lived for thousands of generations. Boy, be like. He has been entrusted by generations past to rebuild a new Jedi order. Exactly. The responsibility of doing that by himself. And he's there. He's doing really it. Not. But then, one single instance, he can see it. He feels he can act to stop it. And obviously it goes away really quickly. But I don't blame him at all. Losing everything that he's worked so hard to build, that he's been entrusted by by so many people, to lose it just to feel so ashamed, feel so guilty. I don't I don't blame him for going in this direction. It's the it, I think it's a good way to take the character because he's been, from what we know from from Return of the Jedi and even in the comics, he's been pretty stale, maybe, is the, is the word? Stale. Stale, yeah. You're calling him stale. I'm saying his story. And we even get more of that in... Um, Rise of Skywalker when he was out searching for the ship or the the knife or the dagger. I can't remember Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. but going with Lando. I mean, that's a basic journey. Why not put him in his own isolated environment, feeling really crap about everything he's done? He went around to collect Jedi artifacts and and find out. Oh yeah, that is well. stuff. That yeah, well. I'm yeah. just trying to say when you said um, uh, when you go back to the split second where he was thinking about you know yeah. ending Kylo Ren as a as a teenager, he is. Luke Skywalker, this is what my sentence I'm going to say. Yeah. Mark can back me up here. I'm just going to say one sentence with this, and then I'm going to, I'm not, and that's it, right? Luke Skywalker, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people's heads, is the embodiment of hope. No matter how bad the times is, he had everything against him in the original trilogy, but he still thought that he could turn the most evil person in the, in the galaxy aside from Emperor back to the light. Yeah. And instead of trying to help a conflicted um, boy who is, who's, um, whose um, history, past um, history of Darth and everything, um, 
just be instantly, instantaneously thinking that, oh, the best way to do this is just ignite the lightsaber instead of having a conversation with him yeah. and focusing on improving who I he is. It's just appalling. I it's feel just, like it's out of, personally, and I know, again, this is my opinion and Cooper will disagree, as will many others, mm-hmm. that I think it's out of character for Luke to, mm-hmm. to get to that point that he would actually be willing to murder because I think he would do the same he no, did with no. Vader and... And redeem them to the line. Yeah, but that's the thing. He's redeem older now. Redeem them to the line. He has so much. Them. Yeah. Like, he's going to say that, oh, he almost murdered Vader too. But that was when he was such a young Jedi. Now he's a master. He is at the point of his life where he should be the wise kind of Yoda-esque yeah, person, right? the issue yes, I have, again. guys. You're like, you the same. him as such a, in, like, a perfect character that doesn't have any... We don't see him We don't see him all But he wouldn't... We're saying, we're, saying he should be white. No, no we're saying he wouldn't... It wouldn't get to the point that he would be willing to murder yes. him in cold blood. It's out That's of our character. Issue. It's out of it's character. It's not something he would do. Nothing has ever said in any form of media that Luke would even resort to murder like that. Cold he didn't even... Murder. He didn't even... He helped an Imperial officer even in the Battlefront 2 campaign. Like, he's the most... He's the most humble... He's a legend within. He's a legend within the galaxy. Like people don't even know if he like actually exists. Like even he didn't realize. He's yeah, he's the embodiment uh, of um Gideon. spirit. Yeah, he, like he he is perfect. Like perfect in terms of being hopeful. Not in per- in, in terms of making mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. We all know this. But that mistake is murder. That's like Anakin Skywalker mistake level, and he's that was you know way different circumstances and everything. I can't believe that that is something Ryan Johnson was like, oh yeah, let's have this guy almost murder his nephew, even a split second. I know you said in the oh, middle of the night in cold blood. You can see in you can see in the in the movie, he it's not even a second. It's like half a it's second. Still, he still he even said himself he thought about even for a split second. I was gonna you know that is unreal. That is not what he would do. I think so. No, he's maybe seen, a younger naive. I reckon the Empire rise. He knows the damage that can be yeah, done. Exactly. He knows that it is. It, they're not I as powerful if you have hope. That that Luke. I, have yeah. I think that Luke would have, with his experience that he's had, especially with Vader, when he was at that point where he was about to kill his father, and then that's when he realized he wasn't going to do it. Mm-hmm. Why would so he re- I rehash it? I if think he it would happen again because mm. I think he would know from his own experience. That, that, that he shouldn't do that and that it doesn't need to happen. I just think if universally a lot of people don't like how that uh, Ryan Johnson took a lot of these characters in these movies, there must be an overlooting like reason for it. You know what I mean? Like I, I respect that you think it's good that he has some struggle and everything. I do respect that, but I just think they could have done it in a completely different way. Can you agree? Yes. Mark too? Like have him maybe like, obviously as it was, color and destroy the temple. Like, maybe that's even fine, right? That's fine if you turn it... But why did it have to have that whole bit with him in, like... Like, that was a turning point for Kylo. You know what I mean? That feels well, so ridiculous. that's the bit ridiculous. that created Kylo Ren. Yeah, that feels so ridiculous. But why? That, that feels I normal. Feel like that... more hit manipulation behind the scenes like it was in the comics with Snoke being in, um... Kind of in his head already. All this... he was. He was. In this movie, that's what I'm but, but, no, but that's what I'm saying. Being, like, kind of... It goes... Like, um, Luke can't sense it and he, and he kind of gets blindsided. Like, he doesn't, you know what, like, he doesn't actually read his mind and see that, you know what I mean? And having that led. It could be more of a, un, like, an, a thing where it's like, oh, Luke goes, oh, I felt like it was on my fault because I didn't see it happening. Why did it have to be him seeing it happen and then just resort to almost that, you know what I mean? I, just, feels- I feel like that that is a good t- decision to make Luke the creator. And that's another thing that we can add to Luke conscious that, you know, he's the one that created Kylo Ren. He's the one that 
And yes, it is his fault that he he tried to kill him. Obviously, I think that was the main factor, probably. That yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Um, and you can't blame Kylo Ren for going evil after that. You know what I mean? Like no. I would probably too if I saw you know Luke Skywalker who's been framed framed as this perfect. Yeah, you no, know, no, I get, I get what I get the movie what it's trying to say. I just don't understand why this was the main like way they went with it. It could have been so many other ways. Where it wouldn't have made. But see, I don't. I don't see those other ways. Every other way I see is, oh, he's that perfect Jedi who's invincible. No, but no. I think that might be the issue because you're not seeing any other perspectives. Mm. If you can't see him as that, then you only you see him as a hopeless. Dichotomy. No, no, no. I, I, I look at him from Return of the Jedi onwards, and I think that that is. He's not even perfect in that either. He's not perfect at that time, and I think that shows that. We know he was a whiny guy, you know what I mean? Like, his progression was becoming to that Luke that we would know and love kind of as today as someone who is... I, I, I know everyone has different opinions about what they want Luke to become, but I think he was not perfect in those movies. But then that was a turning point for where he became kind of the, the legend of Luke Skywalker, you know what I mean? So why would he instantly just switch... I want to go murder my nephew now, you know, because yeah, I don't have any hope. Switch because he senses the darkness. Exactly, but he shouldn't be scared of it. He's battled way worse than that. You know what I mean? He's he no. Me. It's because he's scared that it's in his nephew. It's someone so close to him. He should have known that from from maybe, when he took him up. When it's the descendant maybe, of Darth Vader. Maybe the fact that they're so close means that he feels like he should feel like he can talk mm. some sense into him and not resort to the violence. Mm-hmm. Violence would be the last resort. I think he would go to. That's all uh, I'm saying. I think I think like what Luke said in the movie. I think Kylo's head was already turned. Even that's not really true. That's because he's been in conflict. Yeah. You can see throughout all the sequels, he's been in conflict. He'd never been fully like if anyone. It would be Darth that would be fully unredeemable, yeah. irredeemable because he looks so. He does so much if bad stuff. Darth Vader, then there's hope. Easily hope with Kylo. Ren. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. see so many times throughout just the Force Awakens, mm. the Last Jedi, that he's conflicted inside. Yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know about you guys, but I think we talked a lot about Luke. Yeah. Ready to, I reckon you should pose us with your new perspective on something that you thoroughly Let's enjoy. talk about Finn and Rose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we don't have to go into Canto Bite, but I want to talk Canto about Bite will be a starting section. Yeah, okay, all right. Fine. Yeah. So the thing is, I I know a lot of people rag on Rose as a character. Mm-hmm. I I think it got so bad that the Rise of Skywalker, J.J. Abrams just like, yeah, you take a seat over on the sideline here. Mm-hmm. Which is sad, because I think Kelly Marie Tran's a great actress, and I think that Rose is actually a pretty it compelling character. Good acting, I'm mm. sure. I, I don't think, I don't agree with your compelling character, though. But there was okay. nothing in that movie where I was like, oh, yeah, I want to know more about no, this Rose. Okay, so it's not, it's not, it's not like compelling in the sense that, oh, you, you want to cheer for them and be like, oh, yeah, that's Rose, that's, that's epic what you just did. She was, like, forced into it for no reason, almost. No, she She's just an engineer. Because the thing is, Finn, here's the thing, right? Finn is almost like the character that goes through, I would say, behind Luke, goes through the most development in this movie. Maybe tied with Poe. He, I'll get into Finn in a bit, but he's already had interactions with Ray and, and Poe in the first movie. You can't do it again, especially since Poe's, you know, doing his own thing, Ray's doing her own thing. You need someone new to come in, someone with a different perspective, someone who's seen the war and the galaxy from a different side, a different way, and train Finn or show Finn what it's like. And that's what I mean when we get to Canto Bite. Finn doesn't know anything. 
And yeah, true, but I don't see why I don't see why you can't have Poe and Finn together again because Poe would also be one much more of a higher um <laughs> um qualified person to go to a planet which is so crime ridden, right? Well, you have to keep it like no, that, I know, yeah. but I'm just you mentioned yeah, it a little bit, yeah, so I'm gonna put a little bit in, right? So and why would you and because I know, but then you say, oh, we've already had a bit of them in the first one. These are the three main characters. What you're saying in the original trilogy? Oh. Yeah, we've already seen a bit of Leia and Han. We don't need more Leia and Han. You know, don't worry about that. Let's just add no, a new I'm character. Not saying that. Yeah, that's just practically what he's saying, though. No, it? I'm not saying that. And to be you quite don't need honest, Rose. you don't need her. That's the issue. But okay, that's fine. You might not need her, but you don't need to have the three, the three heroes together every single second of the day. They haven't even been together for until uh, the last one. That's what. That's the well, almost the issue. Now we meet each other. And right, they only meet each other at the end of this one, Ray and. No, Rose. no, I'm talking about. Han, Luke, Leia. Mm. They're always together, except for like when Luke goes off for training. Right. I love well. it. Yeah, but not just saying we don't. You guys talking about these movies are too similar to the sequel. Uh, to but that's not being. But no, there's certain tropes that you relate Star Wars with, and that's having your main protagonist be together. It's but just you well, don't have to have that, and I think that that's fine that you don't have that, and almost. And I then think... it comes to Last Jedi if you don't have it. Huh? That's what happens if you don't have your three main characters. It becomes the last Jedi, and that's nothing, the issue. <laughs> nothing wrong with having another character in there that is showing Finn a different way to view things. He hasn't seen the galaxy from the perspective of these people on this planet, or from the people who work in the lower levels of the Resistance. It's like he's getting the full. He's been in the First Order for so long, and he's still struggling. He still wants to run away. But he learns, he learned in Force Awakens that he's got the ability to fight and that he should. This one he learns he can't run he can't keep running away. He can't be selfish and look after and only his friend. That was the last one where he actually made that decision. But this one This, this one, one is one more he... just him going for Ray. That's his motive. Yeah, I know. He wants Ray to be safe. But in this one, he learns that, you know, he's got the No, I know what I'm trying we've to got say. It, we've got I'm just yeah. it for. He's in the ter- he's learns to sacrifice because he sees that it's bigger than himself. He's seen it on Canto Bai. He knows that this galaxy is bigger than just the resistance. He's seen the broom boy and the failures or whatever. Broom he's boy. seen that. And he this is this is like he's sacrificing for more than resistance now. When he's flying towards that cannon on Craig, he's thinking, This is for Ray, this is for the resistance, yeah. But this is also exactly. for the rest of the galaxy who have been oppressed by the First Order. This is good. This is and what Rose sacri- teaches him. This is the galaxy that sacrifices would have been very good for those reasons. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying, but it almost it didn't happen. But the thing is, it's more... Me, Mark, Mark and I were saying it throughout a lot of the... When we were watching it together today, and I'm sure you know what we're going to say about it, But you know how we kept saying, how is Rose qualified to do it? She was literally sent and in that, the fire. I'm just more confused about how she knows so much stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, she's just an engineer on a rebel ship. I don't know. You don't know what how, how would she know, like, that Kanto Bite is full of arm skills that, mm. that support both sides? I don't know. Maybe she works on some of the ships. She's a mechanic, right? Yeah, or an engineer, yeah, so... Yeah, but, but that wouldn't let you know about... Yeah, exactly. she gets that's, a report from when the ship's that's, coming. That's, that's a bit of a... Yeah, that's a bit of a... You never know. But I'm speaking more primarily on... Why would you send Rose with Finn? Like, I know maybe it's good, like you said, to have a character that's different from it, but I think having her character be who she is as in a Star Wars thing, like a, an engineer, it makes zero sense that she would be anywhere qualified to go with Finn. At least Finn has been, I know you said he was a, we, we, he's a janitor and stuff, but at least he's been in a First Order kind of community in terms of knowing, like, how it is to do missions and stuff. She also, in, on Crate, she's sent in those ships, in those, um whatever you want to call them, 
skimmer type things. There's probably other um, resistance people who are more qualified to be uh, in a in a fighting situation. She's never shown to have any actual. Okay, I won't disagree with you on that. I think it was just literally playing the hero. Exactly, it's, but, it's useless. But I disagree with you about Rose going on the mission. There's a very specific reason she's going. Yeah, she's the only one right. who can shut down the, yeah. the hyperspeed track. Oh, no, I'm not talking about, about right. that bit. Right. I'm it's talking about the Kanto bit. Yeah, but how on... The code breaker to get not, the code breaker. Yeah, I know, but still. So in that case, they're not going to go go get the code breaker, go back yeah. to the resistance, get on the ship. They're going to go straight to the ship. We'll say I agree with that. for the plot then, in other words. So in other words, she just went there for that. No, no, but for that, um, for her to be on the ship. Yes, that was it. She went to Kento. Okay, yeah. well, I guess that makes sense, but then I still don't like it. You know what I mean? Because so Kento Bite wouldn't make any sense for that. You know what I mean? Okay, it doesn't. She doesn't need to be like they're trying to make. Ryan was trying to add another character just because he wanted to add another character, right? What was he like, didn't have to. He be loves added. his character. Ryan Johnson what was loves with, um, Rose stunning Finn when he could have just said he was going. On an important mission. Because she was being reactive and... Yeah, but why didn't... Exactly. Why I'm more concerned or confused about why Finn... I nearly said Flynn. Why, why, why Finn didn't... Why did Finn not give a proper, like, explanation? He basically made it out that he, he was... Wasn't he wasn't expecting, I think, yeah, but, to have pushback. Well, he he was going on a mission, though, so that's all he had to say. But instead, he kind of started and made it look like he was a deserter. But also, I just find it funny when they went into the... I know you said small ships I can't track, but it's. I just find it so funny how it almost it would almost work if they just loaded those ships and just did them singly at a time, like not all at once, and they would all eventually get down. Because the only reason I know, because you said DJ, what another useless character. Well, you overheard. The, I know, the, you overheard. But like, even still, if they if they still did it all at once, they would have seen it, right? It's not... They're not that blind, but if they did it one at a time and they apparently couldn't see Rose and Finn get on that thing, so maybe they could have just done it one at a time and boom, plot done, no one dies, kind of thing, you know what I mean? Well, that doesn't make a very good story, does it? Exactly, but the story's already pretty bad, so I wouldn't say it would affect anything. (laughs) Again, it's not the subjectiveness of this debate. It's like, you think the plots, I just saw your notes, you think the plot's slow and and not very engaging. I I think I was feeling, once again, I was feeling bored because... I wrote down, there's no feeling of stakes when the movie's just them running out of fuel slowly but surely on that. I wasn't on the edge of my seat. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, how is this movie going to end? The, I was, stakes, I didn't care. the stakes, stakes are what's happening inside. There's a battle yeah. for command. Leia's not I there I was about anymore. to say, one of the only, well, yeah, one of the only parts of this movie was that, this really, got me, that really got me excited was when Poe staged a mutiny. <laughs> mutiny, yeah. That's <laughs> that was the, awesome. That's the only... It was so almost like conflict on. within themselves. The First Order felt like useless in this movie, in my opinion, apart from when they got to Crate. Apart from when they got to Crate, they did not really look like a threat because apparently they just couldn't keep up to it. Why couldn't they just speed up to them? Huh? Because what's the, your, what's the, the Holdo ship went boom, right? No, I'm talking beam. about before that. Why couldn't they catch them? They were destroying their frigates on the end. Oh, just speed a little bit more and destroy the... They've already destroyed the command They ship. said they're big ships. They're not going to be able to move at the no, speed oh, of light without light speed. So, so, so dumb. And once again, lazy writing. It's, it's, it's... I can't wrap my head around it because it's just... It doesn't make sense... <clears throat> In, in a Star Wars franchise, you know what I mean? Like, you can excuse so many lazy plots, but at least they're a bit more engaging. This one, I didn't have any care about if the Resistance were going to make it out of the thing. I was more hoping that the first sort of would just obliterate them because it's so appalling how, you know, useless they are right now, the Resistance. Like, I can't see that Resistance and be like, yeah, these guys are going to be the ones to save out, you know what I mean? At least the Rebels had a, you know, good, you know, like, a good, um, in the Empire, they kind of escaped pretty well, right? You know what I mean? And they didn't, well, obviously there was no hyper um, well, the speed tracking. Really involved in it. 
that's what I'm saying. But it, it focused more on, you know, the side plot of trying to take out the Empire without the Rebels, you know what I mean? Mm. And I guess you could say, oh, you know, it's good to have a bit more Rebel action. And I, and I agree with that. But I, I'm sick of seeing just the Rebels almost as just people on a ship. You know what I mean? Every time we see the Rebels almost, it's always just them, you know, doing something on their main command ship. Like, even in the original trilogies and stuff, I want to see more of the Scarif kind of, you know, like... Yeah. 20 people making facing an army of, you know, because they're hope. To be fair. The movie didn't give me hope. I didn't feel like the resistance... Even at the end where Luke's like, oh, you know, and I will not be the last Jedi and the resistance is only beginning or whatever the words were. I didn't... I wasn't like, oh, yeah, let's let's go, you know. I was more just like, oh, wow, this is really how it's going to end. I was like, this is not what... This is not hopeful. I'm still thinking, thinking that the First Order is going to destroy this fleet because they look so useless. Okay. And I feel like they have a lot more people than by the last one. So unless there was a... How much was the time gap and time jump between this one and the next one? One year. So they must have got a lot more people. Because I felt like there's a lot more resistance, especially when they started jumping on with the horse. I mean, the horses they got from the Endor planet. Remember? The, the, um, the horses. Remember those um, space horses in the oh, next one? In yeah. the next one? They ride on the... They ride on oh, the, the Endor yeah. planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they got those uh, other people. So I guess they did end up... But that's why... I won't go into it next week, but that's why I thought the next one was actually not as bad in terms of the plot was just as bad because they tried to he tried to backtrack almost backpedal and just oh, it was so bad. It was a cut mess. But um at least it showed that the resistance was getting around the the uh, the galaxy kind of on like banding together. I felt like even when they came at the end with Poe in the last one, I felt like a bit of yeah, let's you know, you got some resistance, you got some people fighting for the cause. This one just felt like it was just a constant slow burner of just nothing, you know? Was, uh, it, was a feel- it felt really fillery. Like, it just didn't feel like there was a beginning, middle, and end. It just felt like one, one, one whole plot, no, you know? Yeah, like one of the... agree. Do you agree with it was one point thing? Like, I didn't realise, like, that was one of the, I feel like, the longest two and a half hours. Really? Yeah. It... I was, re- I'll, I'll be completely honest, I was pretty bored. <laughs> yeah. That's and, and really sad. I find that interesting, though, because... The last few times I've watched it, I haven't been that bored. Mm. I'm not sure why that is. I've watched it maybe... I've watched The Last Jedi maybe three to four times. And each time I watch it, the more and more I don't like it. And I think... I can't explain why. But I think maybe it's because of how... It really stems down to them not continuing on from the first one. Even if you don't like the first one. Even if you do like the first one. I think that the reason why these movies are so... um, you know, um, hated, I guess, that's a strong word, or not liked upon that much, is because there's no linear structure from the 7, 8, and 9. So the 9 is left because J.J. Abrams did the first 7 one, so he wants to go back to those kind of um, his ideas that he started with that weren't destroyed by Ryan in the middle. So it becomes like three individual movies that are meant to connect, but it doesn't feel like it flows. That's still, like, I still just can't even understand why they, why in the world they didn't, like, find the three things together mm. the three films i just because it goes all over the place and that's why i think there's such a negative reception to mm. and, and but yeah. like i can't say it in any other way that i just don't understand from even a filmmaking perspective why they wouldn't have collaborated yeah i think i think primarily so ryan johnson yeah, I think they both have probably, egos. Yes. I think Ryan and JJ did have their own kind of egos. And I, I don't know if you can agree with that, Cooper. Which but got in the way of the fans. Exactly. 
are the whole is the whole point. If they want to make money, which obviously they believe, do, yeah. they need to collaborate, make movies that they know people will like. I can't believe Ryan Johnson basically said stuff you to all your Snoke theories. Yeah. Like how um, like why would right. you do that? Why would you do that, man? And does but, it make the Star Wars community already more divided than it already no, no, is? No, 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 no. I don't think Ryan Johnson said stuff you. I thought it was JJ Abrams that said it by basically going, Yeah, he's been he's been Palpatine this whole well, time. Well the Palpatine thing came two weeks before the start of filming. Just Fan service in. I didn't want to bring this up. That doesn't even, it's not even fan service because it just no one, wants, no one wanted it. Yeah, no, no one wanted it. It destroys the entire. Just because the character's dead doesn't mean you don't have you can't not explore their backstory. So JJ Abrams could have done it because it's happened in a lot of media. Like I don't want to bring this up because I know it's a Star Wars channel, but Harry Potter does it really well with Dumbledore. Dumbledore dies in the sixth book, and in the seventh book, pretty much like one third of it, or maybe even half of it, is dedicated to. Figuring out who he was, who his family was, yeah. what his motivations That's, were. But my, so you can do it. Yes, you can do it. But my issue is that they just said Palpatine has somehow returned. Mm. And yeah, like, but that's an episode nine. That's a JJ Abrams issue. I know. That's what I'm but saying. It's the collaboration. The, the, yeah, the directors should have uh, had to like, even if JJ wanted to do his own thing, he had to accept what Ryan unfortunately did with this movie. And even if you like it, he had to just follow on with it. And I think that's where it stemmed from the main issues. Because it felt very rushed, the next one. But I'll go into it next week, guys. But I think I... I Okay, so I read this quote from some random person online saying, The Last Jedi is worse in his opinion because he said he was angry watching The Last Jedi, but in The Rise of Skywalker, he was laughing and he thought it was funny. In my opinion, that's my one too. I thought if you turn off your brain... I can't turn off my brain watching this one because it's so dragged, in my opinion. The pacing's not there. The action isn't even that exciting. I wasn't engaged. The next one... I was at least enjoying the visuals. The um, action scenes were fun. And Kylo Ren, in my opinion, who should have been the main character in this one, had better scenes, right? And I thought it was a bit more of an entertaining watch, even though it was absolutely ru- ruined, like, from the, the start, basically. Like, it, 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 it was honestly just as bad as Last Jedi in terms of, like, um, plot and, like, how things come together. But I had more fun watching Rise. And I hope you guys can see maybe the enjoyment of the next one if you just don't think of it as being a logical way of him getting back and ruining Anakin's whole sacrifice as Darth and number six. But if you if you excuse that, I thought it was more fun. But I think we should get back on um, track yeah. with uh, Last Jedi. Any more controversial takes you've got? What do you make of the um, Force connections between... Okay, Ray I was going to... That's one like. of the things I wanted to speak about was the Force powers mm-hmm. and, yeah. Well, I was going to mention Rise of Skywalker too, but I'll wait until next week. We can't mention that one, yeah. But I just don't like the concept, like that they can see each other, they can touch each other, talk, talk. to each other through the Force. Like a phone. Like I can get how they came up with it, and I guess in some way, yes, sure, you could say it makes sense because the Force is a very mysterious mm. thing. But I just personally don't think it. I don't like it, and I, I mean, if you think I was saying this during while we were watching it. If that was such a thing, then, for example, the Jedi Council, who always held their meetings via hologram, couldn't they have just essentially met up through the Force? But I think that's what the next one tries to do to... I know we're not talking about the next one, but it goes there a dyad in the Force, which means they're like two of like the same kind of connection. Yeah. So I guess that's why the Jedi Council didn't do it, because they're not connected in the Force or whatever it is. It's just, once again, another thing Ryan, Ryan Johnson no added for no reason. And he's adding stuff at this point just because he he thinks it's cool, even though it doesn't make I sense. I think that Luke using it as well is similarly just bad. Yeah. Like, we, we spoke about it before, so I don't really need to go over it again, but I just think 
it would have even had more emotion and been more personal if Luke actually went there. Yeah, hundred percent. It just it just would have made more sense for Luke's character, I think. But once again, and I guess if you like Luke's while character, while we're on the topic of this Force connection thing, and I know I'm pretty sure at least one, if not both of you, might disagree with this, but I also don't like how Ray and Ben Solo kind of start to like each other. That's in the next one. You can talk about. Oh, yeah, it. but they do because like when they shake hands or whatever they're doing, and then when Ben says, "Join me." Please and all I that. I think he's. It's, it's not, he's not a liking. liking. I don't mean like in the way you. Is mean, he's trying to? Is mean like as in they start to become friendly with it towards each other? Well, I think he's doing that deliberately so then he can get her on her on his side. You even if you like, let, for example, like even the emperor was being kind of nice to like Luke and stuff at first. You know what I mean? Like, and even Darth, like he manipulated Anakin being like a friend. You don't just go in there and be like. I'm evil. You want to be on my team, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, like that's just not going to happen. Of course, he's going to try and connect with her mm. and 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 make up, I guess, those lies and whatever to her to try and convince her to join. I mean, I think that's fair enough. Like, I know whether you not don't like it or not in the next one, but um, about like the romantic side again yeah, of yeah. it. But I guess when you're in that force kind of died, I don't see how it. I don't look at it being unrealistic. I just think once again, he's the people. The directors like what, are just adding stuff for the sake of it. That's what, what annoys all me. All the humor with those scenes. Well. Marvel movies, man, is it's affecting it. Hundred percent. Disney likes to add comedy. That's that's not. It feels forced. And I mentioned this. The original trilogy has comedic moments, but they don't feel forced. They feel more natural, like a conversation when Leia like calls him, and then I and then Han goes, "Laugh it up, fuzzball." Mm. Like it just feels funny and and true to the characters. But some of these. Some of the lines in this film is just not not it. And I know he can link it back to the prequel saying, oh, Jar Jar Binks has some pretty horrendous lines. But Star Wars does have bad humour, but this humour feels Disney-fied, yeah, if that makes sense. I agree with that. Like Marvel. It felt like I was watching a Marvel movie, but just with different, you know, like just with Star Wars characters, you know what I mean, in terms of that. I didn't think it was that funny. I thought it was actually pretty... It had a very dark tone, this movie. Really? Even when Luke hits Ray's hand with the... Oh, I can feel the force! Oh, no, it's Lee! There were so many, like... So jokes little little um, jokes throughout the film mm. that i don't know how you could gather that i i honestly to the, so viewers, many of to the viewers um listening and watching to this right now we've cooper mark and i have talked about this movie for years and like even like when we first started this we've always mentioned last jedi and i can still never understand how cooper <laughs> Can say this is a top three movie, okay? Because it's honestly, this is honestly the bottom yeah. of my no. list, okay? It's so bad, so bad. Okay, my turn for like five minutes for my phone. Right, time to snooze. All right, I'm, I'm going to tell you why this is a top three movie for me. Yeah, all right. And this is again very subjective, of course. I absolutely love character development. You can introduce characters and you can put them through a story. Yeah, what the hell? I'm listening. You can put them through a story like they did in The Force Awakens and that's fine. What they do after in Attack of the Clones, in Empire, in this movie, how they develop these characters, make them more compelling, add different layers to them. That's what I really am drawn to. Of course. You see that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but why are you complaining? This one doesn't feel like it's good character. But, see, I do. That's, because you get that with think- Finn. You yeah. get it with Luke, especially. See, you get it with Poe. Poe's, like, um, kind of, he's learning to become, well, no, not really learning. He learns the hard way to become a more... Disciplined soldier. Mature. Oh, well, yeah, disciplined soldier, yeah, I guess you could say. So, see, I think that is where our biggest 
difference is in the whole Luke thing because you think it's good and we think it's bad and that's basically what drives their opinion. I think it's how um the director's kind of the director um like he he didn't do what like he he didn't do anything abnormal with how he did the film and stuff in terms of character development and stuff like he did what he thought he liked I think but I don't think he really thought about how it would be received in a way because when you it feels like like I know you like it and stuff but like he he did have character development he did have a you know start middle and end he did have an overall theme he did have an overall everything but it's just so shockingly not what we thought it would have been and I guess and that's why people said oh it's good that's why but I'm like but Empire did it but Empire felt so so good with it this one didn't I didn't know I don't I know you like the character developments about this one. I love character development. I've watched so many movies and I always mention, I'm like, I overanalyze everything kind of thing, you know what I mean? But I just can't fathom an a, like an argument to support the character development in this. It feels so forced. You don't have to that. support a I'm, character development. I know, but I'm just trying to say, this character development is not good, in my opinion. I think, it, I think and it's... And again, that's where difference yeah. in opinions come from. That's what I'm saying. Because, like, you say you love character development, and, and we all do. And on, that's probably why we don't like it as and much. I don't we think, don't like this character. I don't think a conclusion can be come to in this scenario, because, again, with all the Star Wars fan base, like us through here, it simply comes to whether you agree, disagree, like, or don't like certain things. And we, in this yeah. case, Luke is the biggest division. And we did say, um before going into this, it's hard to debate a topic when... Everything is subjective. Yeah. It's, it, There's it, no right or wrong. Like what Cooper's saying is not bad or anything. It's just we My don't. Opinion. We don't. Yeah, we just can't see it, and we and just that's don't. How I feel it. about you guys. Yeah. I I see your critiques in this movie. I can see them on the screen. I get it, but I mm. don't understand it because mm. to me they are fine. Yeah, Luke's character is pretty good in this movie. Yeah, Canto by you know, it might not lead to anything, but I think it looks pretty good. It introduces a new part of the galaxy. That's pretty cool. Okay. Now that you've mentioned, can we go on to Canto Bite for a little bit? Well, I'm, I, I still oh, want yeah. to talk about Okay, well, let me just... I understand what you're saying. I just think it's unnecessary in terms of plot and, and in terms of subplots. This subplot was atrocious in this movie. Oh. Going to Canto Bite felt so um, unnecessary for, for you... For I a thought we were going to Canto I know, yeah. I, know I am. I'm just quickly saying something. For for um a code breaker, which is usually a droid droids thing to do, they just change stuff like that. The minor stuff that kind of is just annoying. That is true. Why can BB-8 have just? I was gonna say they do they, they they do everything in these movies, but for some reason now they can't. I don't understand. And all they did was do like a little. You put those little things in the thing and put something into the computer. That's, what that's, you not, saw. that's not that's not hard. Saw. It's not uh, hard to do. What, what were we gonna say? I was gonna say, and I know this is a big dog on the originals. But oh I think... no! No 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 no! It's gonna hurt. Yeah. And it's hard because Empire does it pretty well, actually. I really like movies that look good. CGI, yeah, no CGI's. That's why I don't really like how the the prequels look because it's pretty crap CGI. These movies just give you they they invite you into the world, and it makes you feel like you're a part of it. And just the way things look, even the sound design. I want to mention the sound design. This is the best sound design of any movie. I think just the little things. I, I don't dislike the plot, but it's not a standout. But the small things, like the character development, the the way it looks, the sound design, all these little things that make a movie great is what I see in, in this movie. And that's why 
I feel like you guys are just dogging on the the, the main thing too much. I, it's funny everything no, you just said in that sentence was wrong no, because no, no it can't out. Wrong. No, because no. I'm, May I'm I just I just want to say one thing. Yeah, now. go for it. Yeah, I'm ready. I just want to reference to what Cooper said about they draw you in. <laughs> so the the visuals and the sound you're saying is what draw draw you in and the character development. Yeah, but you see, and I know again, this is very subjective sort of thing. For me, I was not drawn in simply mm. because of the story and the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you guys are looking at that's what I'm saying. Because yeah, I know what I'm continue yeah. to provide an example because I know surprisingly quite a few people that think the Lord of the Rings are kind of boring. See, what draws me into them is the story, but there are others who think that the story is too slow or too drawn out, and then there aren't another enough aspects to keep them in yeah. the film. Well, yeah. See, in my opinion, for that, it's. I love visual effects and I love it when they're done right. I love the look of movies, but it does not it does not carry a movie for me. I can't look at this movie and go, it is beautiful, but yeah. I don't care because it's not the it's not way. the main thing about Star Wars. I'm not watching Star Wars movies for visuals, to be honest. If you're being realistic, yeah, I'm there because I like the characters, I like the story, and I like the universe it's in. And that and that's why the original trilogy yes. is better than these ones too. I don't care if they don't look as good yeah. because it feels better and it feels more like what I want to watch in a they Star have Wars. Seventies and eighties film visuals. No, how am I contradicting no, they have myself? The visuals they have, are and the visuals old, are good for their Seventies and eighties, but the story and the characters and stuff are what keep also saying i love sound design right and the sound design in, in every star wars movie has been good too you think you think about even the prequel movies with with um the um the when in uh phantom menace when the droids are coming out of their um whatever you call them like the federation on in uh uh in naboo yeah. that sounded so cool the music in those movies was so good yeah mu- yeah okay. and i was gonna say like you're just it's almost like what you just said there was like oh that's why you're excusing excusing uh mediocre plot because of the visuals and stuff but i'm like is is that really what carries a movie for you? The visuals well, and and, okay. and sound design so when it's always been pretty good in Star Wars. Honest, when you look, when you think of Star Wars, what is the first thing you think when you think of Star Wars? Don't even just think about Jedi. It. Jedi. Yep. Go. You too late. I, too late. I, I, so I my thing is, you think about the Jedi. You think about ships. You think about lightsabers. Exactly. Yeah, they've got to look good. That's not a. That's it not looks a good story. for their time, though. No, that's. But I'm saying, I know it's not a story, right? But I'm saying that's okay. So even if the visuals look horrendous, right, in the New Hope, whatever, with the lightsabers and everything, that still looks good in my opinion. You know what I mean? Because it's different. I'm not. I don't. I don't look at Ray's. Um, how she. Um, Kylo, uh, this is Kyren's lightsaber, for example. Kyren's lightsaber looks cool. I love his lightsaber. But just because it looks good, I'm not going to be like, yeah, this excuses for everything else. You know what no, I mean? No, I'm not saying it has to excuse for I everything. Know, but I'm just else. saying so I don't like, think it carries a movie see, to be that good. I you know what I mean? I think of a perfect example of this is when we were watching the film and the Falcon starts going through the mm-hmm. crystallized cave area. It looks good. And Cooper, it does look good. Mm-hmm. And Cooper and Jack were saying, or Cooper was saying that. Something about how the visuals make up for the film or something, and Jack said, "Really, you, you think just the visuals mm, of the scene think... make up for the rest of the movie?" I think well, I said, "Just happened." No, no, I no, I did. I he kind of he mixed he mixed it around. Oh. I said, I said, just because this one scene or particular scenes in a movie looks good or is is good, it doesn't make the whole movie in oh, itself right. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. you were like, yeah, but the little ones make up. But yeah. in my opinion. Did I say that? Well, I think something, you said along, something very similar. Yeah, along the lines of it. I can't quote real life. I don't have the memory bank like that good. But the, the, I understand, and I but what you're saying. But the way you kind of worded it, I think, made it sound like, oh, those are the three things you look out for, right, in a Star Wars film. 
mm-hmm. which the plot I think is the main one that I hold, hold to a higher esteem. But the visuals and sound design have never actually been what I hold to being a good Star Wars movie, if you know what I mean. They've always been good, in my opinion, even for their time when they came out. Like, obviously, it's going to get better with the money and everything, and they have yeah, so much yeah, resources. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said it during the movie, I was like, oh, imagine if it had, if these sequel movies had the visual effects of A New Hope and stuff. It would be horrendous, because There's no the story plot is meant to, to be carrying it, and, right. and the plot and the story and the characters aren't as good as the other I one. feel like we might have got lost in translation, mm. because I'm, I'm not saying that the only things I look for are sound design, okay. visuals, and obviously that. not. Yeah, obviously there's a story mm-hmm. that you need to follow, you need to be engaged in. But I'm just saying there's these extra things that take it up a level. I don't think visuals take up a level but, for me. Okay, I think that's, that's for not you. what. Yeah, maybe in a lot of other movies, but for Star Wars in particular, I think maybe because I was so used to watching pretty bad visual effects and stuff mm-hmm. for Star Wars movies that that's never affected my viewing and perspective of the movies. You know what I mean? Like, maybe if I watch, like, um other movies nowadays, like, you know, like, how you watch, like, superhero movies nowadays and sometimes the visual effects look pretty bad. Yeah. But then the, I, I critique that in particular because a lot of the other movies back long ago for the superhero franchise or whatever look good. So that's what I'm trying to say. But for Star like Wars... the original Superman movies yeah. as opposed to the Justice League. Yeah, well, even... No, I'm thinking more Iron Man. When he suits up there and then when he suits up in Endgame and stuff, it's like nanotech. I don't think that looks good visually, you know what I mean? But I still think that Infinity War is a better movie, you know? So it doesn't carry... You know, I think visual effects sometimes can differ between back and forth. And I actually love the way um, the prequels look, in my opinion. I kind of like the green screen, blue screen effect, but then I like a bit of the sequel stuff, you know what I mean? It's like with ships and how it flies and how it looks. But then I don't like the way that almost the lightsabers... You know how... Andy, oh, whose lightsaber is it? What do you call it now? The one that Ray uses is Anakin still? Anakin, Anakin, Anakin well, Luke. They sell it at, at Disneyland called Ray's Life. Oh, but that's well, the yeah, only that's one. Disneyland, so anyway, you have to do it But the way it looks in this film, almost it looks too perfect, the lightsaber. You know what I mean? That's why I like Carlos, because it looks a bit more not... Like, it looks too, like, um perfectly um, round and, and kind of... There's no, like, little errors in how it looks, and it almost looks fake, in my opinion, because it looks too... Too perfect. Can you kind of understand what I'm saying? I do, but I don't Like, even in Obi-Wan show with the, the baseball man. Oh, well, I always mention the baseball, baseball bat. But it just, it doesn't, it looks too, the lightsabers in that show looked weird to me because I'm not used to seeing it look like that. You know what yeah. I mean? And I don't like the way that it looks with the modern visual effects. So, in some instances, I prefer the, the older ones. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I know you said you love it in this film, and I think it does in, in times look so much better than everything else, but it doesn't mean I would put it anywhere near the top of my list okay, because of the right. visuals. And but the again, I'm not saying that. I'm, it's, I'm saying it elevates. Elevates, yeah. yeah. But I don't, I mean, my, in, in short, I just don't see how it can elevate something like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Um, do you want to talk about Kanto right now? Because you've kind of been yeah, holding no. stuff. Yeah. I mean, I want to hear your opinion on it first because you haven't really. All right, yeah, it. I'll just say my quick thing because it's hardly anything is that I personally don't think I've ever had an issue with it. Yeah. Mm. Fair so enough. I just want to hear the two different opinions here. The thing is, like, I wouldn't have an issue with it if the overall story, you know what I mean? It's only because in this movie, and I don't like the movie as a whole, it doesn't make sense for it. If you, I'll explain later. Just go for it. So, I don't, I I think, and this is again the things I like, I think Canto Bite looks fantastic. Yeah, but. Yeah. I think it's got a, I don't a different sort of vibe to something we're used to it's on a bit of the rich yeah yeah the the upper levels definitely but it almost feels like its own secluded kind of environment and kanto bite is a city not not like the planet Mm. 
Uh, and I'm sure there's different parts of the planet. And Candomai is just the rich part of the Cancer Monica, I think it's called. Yeah. I, I do like the vibe. I think it's something different. We haven't really... I mean, we see it a little bit in the uh, Cantina, uh, uh, and or show. But you also see Cantina even in the original Yeah, but that's different because... That's a bunch of smugglers. Yeah, it is, but it's not rich. This is like, they're all yeah. dressed in nice clothes and they've got drinks and they're playing their pokies and whatever. It's just yeah, that kind of vibe is something we haven't added. It's such a... It's so almost story in a storytelling sense. It's very uh, fascinating to see the... Not the duality, the the difference between one side you've got this scrappy looking resistance trying their best to to just survive, and then you've got these people who are dressed in their best dresses and tuxes and whatever, not giving a care about anything in the world, just throwing their money away like it doesn't matter. You've got like they just don't care, and it's cool to see people who do care in that environment. Even you see Finn, he's like, oh, I love this place because you know it's away from the life that he's known, it's away from the stormtrooper life, it's away from the resistance life. It's something completely different. And I think that that's quite interesting in terms of the story mm-hmm. sense. And I think that you described it very well and I'm on board with you, what you've said. It's funny, it's funny how you say that, though, because you're, the way everything you just said about that then is about... No, 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 it's about Canto Bite, which is what we're talking about. Yeah. But in my head, I'm never going to get this out. The plot of Canto Bite, the subplot of it, is a waste of time, which is what I'm trying to say. I don't think we need that because we don't need the Master Code Breaker. We didn't need all these plot conveniences to happen. Like, the planet, the, the, the city itself, I'm not disagreeing with you. It looks beautiful and everything. I just think it wasn't necessary for what it was trying to, what it was required for, you know what I mean? Okay. I, did, I didn't feel like, and the horse racing kind of thing and the abuse of, of, of the animals and stuff, I get it and everything, but I just don't see why it was needed in this particular film. The subplot, usually in a lot of Star Wars films, are actually quite interesting. Okay, like, I pick up Broom Boy. Broom Boy. And this this is my thing with Canto Bai in mm. terms of its importance. Rivalry to it. I think, as much as serving as a, a basis for Finn and Rose to you know grow as characters, in terms of its uh, relevance to the story... Finding the codebreaker, it's 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 a subplot that and okay, let me just say this first. Yoda teaches Luke the main theme of the not teaches, but reminds him of the main theme of this movie, which is failure. Not every mission, not every submission has to work. I didn't say that's not what I <clears throat> I know, I know, but just the okay, so going to Kanto Bite. Yeah, they've got to find a codebreaker, it doesn't work. And yes, DJ's the code breaker. Like, how can we? They probably got. He was. I reckon he was a spy from the get go. He didn't care about them at all. Yeah, he might have turned it over, but he turns the he returned them in for a reward instead. That's smart. That's just smart. Um, and and always says, you know, don't join the Empire or don't join the First Order, don't join the Resistance because they're all the same in the eyes of everyone. But. Just he's just like the um deals on Canto Biden will get the money from either side, doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I, I don't think the Canto Bite place itself is bad. I just don't see it just I feel like you could have if you want to develop their connection and find a code breaker, I think it I think the code bre- the whole code breaker thing really triggers me. I think because it's not usually an issue for the other movies. Why all of a sudden we need like a specialized hacker I don't know, to get into this ship which is 
just as like powerful as the ship. I do agree. Before. If R two can hack into the Death Star, yeah. I'm well, sure BB eight can hack into it. Yeah, I was gonna say it just doesn't seem necessary, and it seems forced, and that's why I don't think it's good. And I get bored by it because I don't have any connection to it, Look, and I don't want to see. Any I don't. Of that. I don't remember it specifically, but Rose does give an explanation of why they need a codebreaker. Yeah, but it'll be some lazy written probably thing anyway for it. You know what I mean? Like it. it It'd be like, oh, Snoke ship has these special defenses. I'm like, nah, come on. Has a firewall. Yeah, like, like, it's never been an issue in the other Star Wars movie. Why now is it being um, one of the main subplots for them to do? They could have done something else, and it probably would have been better. You know, that's all I'm trying yeah. to say. I'm not saying it doesn't. And also, Canterbite just gives me the vibe that the directors and the costume design team just want to flex what they could have done. It just seems like there's different things everywhere. And I guess you could say that, that happened in the other movies, but this just feels elevated to the brim. But see, I disagree with you because, I mean, we've already... You could do any sort of environment. This is one we haven't seen before. This is... Maybe it's the... It's maybe Ryan Johnson's chance... Yeah, that's good. No, but like I can just go out into the city and see that if I wanted to. It doesn't feel like in the galaxy far, far away, in my opinion. I don't you know have I mean? any issue with it seeming real. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't see how that can be an issue personally. Well, I'm just saying it doesn't make me feel like a, you know, okay. a Star like Wars esque, you know what I mean? Mark, I'm pulling you across to my side. Keep coming. Hold keep up, coming. Hold up. Luke is always going to keep his part. Oh. I just think it was but an no, unnecessary I, subplot. I just don't think, I don't know how. Yeah, good there's no issues with it. Good effects can be. Something that draws it back. Good effects. But you say it looks too real. Yeah. No, no, I didn't talk about the effects of it. I'm just, no, I'm not like, saying, yeah, I'm just saying, I just, I just, like, the Tatooine um, cantina does not feel like a place I could go visit well, in real life. This does. And I don't yeah, like that. I want to be something that I've never part? seen before. Where? Where are you referring to? The cantina. And, in the bit. No, in the, like, the casino bit. Yeah, it's just yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. I don't want. I want something to be more you fictionalized. Were, I you know? thought you were referring to when they're on the uh, the first order oh, destroyer no, thing. No, 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 but no. still, it's still. I feel like it's pretty Star Wars version of a casino. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. It's like I could have probably, you know, like it's not. It doesn't help my imagination grow in terms of you know unique planets as you or unique mm. places. It wouldn't be in my top list of a unique place. You know what I mean? Okay, and that's... I and I like. Even hot, or even Tatooine, it's just it's just a plane as a planet, but it looks not real. You know what I mean? And it looks like something I can fictionalize. This doesn't. This looks like any other, you know, rich place or city in the world kind of thing, just with floating stuff and a bit different sort of. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. And I don't, and I don't really like that. It doesn't intrigue me. When I watch it, I'm just a bit bored. Okay, and that's just my opinion on it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, do you want to talk about the Holdo maneuver? Oh, oh, yeah. Holdo. Holdo. What about just Holdo? Holdo in general. This is general. the some of the best visual effects I've seen in Star Wars. We can agree on how it looked. Yeah, it looks good. It looks fantastic. The plausibility of it, however, mm. I don't oh, know. Work it well. They say in Rise of Skywalker, one of them's like, yeah, we can force up hold maneuvers. Like one in the million, isn't it? Didn't yeah, and he said, yeah, that was like one in a million. So the fact that he got, she got it in the one of a million times. It sounds so convenient. Yeah, and then I just think, I, uh, like, understand why oh. she did it. I, I, I appreciate that her character was, like, did sacrifice herself for the greater cause, which... I, at first, you wouldn't assume she would have, you know, before you saw that she was friends with Blair and it was all part of the plan kind of thing. I just think, aside from the visual standpoint of it, it just didn't make much sense. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like, oh, I mean, so we, we do get something similar in um, Rogue One. 
similar Not when well no, the no, no, no 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 which part the a-wing i think he's going to mention no 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 so it's the bit where the rebellion is starting to retreat and then Vader's ship comes in straight from light speed and oh, rams yeah. into a couple ships mm. obviously that's more bigger, realistic yeah but it's almost that sense of a ship impacting to a full, yeah, impact, yeah having impact this one just felt like a lightning bolt through him you know what i mean didn't yeah, it, cool, again, it, it is different, cool. but it, it in terms of the plausibility, it's definitely possible. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. But I feel like the direction and, like, the aiming of the ship, it has to be, like, pretty strong. Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, I liked it. I thought it looked good. I just don't know. Now that I'm thinking about the plausibility, yeah, it's probably probably possible. The but... visuals were great and everything mm. else. This movie, yeah, the movie has good visuals. Holdo, I think Holdo in general was just... I don't... Would we all three say we didn't really enjoy the character? Oh, let me go to my notes. Hang on. <laughs> like, okay. I think I understand why she's in it. I understand her character motives. And I understand, as an audience, you're not meant to really like her until after. But I just thought... Even then. It just felt... She just felt very... T- I don't know. Very tedious, kind of. It felt like a roadblock that wouldn't be necessary if... She just was open a bit. Okay. Well, and I understand, fine. like, you thought it was good that she withheld the information. Yes. Yep. But I just think if she didn't, then it would have made for an easier, more non-needed... Um, what's the word again? Non-needed... Uh, just a thing, movie. Just No, thinking. non-needed... Um, Flash. Yeah, in a conflict. Yeah. Were they battles. preparing for an evacuation during the time that Poe was not aware of what was happening? I think they were just transferring the fuel at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then he mm. saw it on the screen. And you saw the fuel getting transferred. So, first of all, I don't really like Laura Dern. I'm sorry to all the Laura Dern fans out there. Yeah, a lot of movies she's in is very unlikely. I think she's a very tacky, tacky uh, act- actress. Yeah, she's I think she's a lovely person. She's good in um, Jurassic Park. Mm. She's been in some good things. A lot of big pro- uh, projects, um, like you were saying, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park? Yeah. yeah. Marriage Story. Marriage Story. Yep. Which won awards, yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I guess thought I she was a bit of a cheesy character. Yeah. a lot of... May the force. Oh, sorry, I've said it a long enough. May the force be with you, always. She like, just, that seemed like a, a fan moment. It was a bit cringeworthy. Yeah, I don't know. The way she like says some stuff is a bit. I can see why Poe gets angry or got angry. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I relate like, to Poe in terms of that situational thing. But I mean, that's maybe good acting then. It, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. Her. In terms yeah. of the plan, not telling Poe the plan. I think that's the right thing to do in that situation, simply because. What's Poe done for the resistance? I at think this point as a commander, yes, I guess it makes yeah. sense. But exactly. also, I think if, if Poe's character, though, I would have assumed if he wasn't told the information, which he kind of did do a mutiny. But I was trying to say, like, he probably would do something irrational. But if he knew the plan, he might have tried to help um, make it more yeah, but safer. I guess that's not you know what I mean. Yeah, but Poe might have not had that reaction, had that. I know, but. It's, uh, yeah, it just depends on, like, what, you know what would I mean? have happened with the script. But that's what I'm saying. In my opinion, I would have thought Poe would have done something irrational without knowing it and that makes it more risky for the crew and in a conflict occurs if he knew the thing I reckon maybe it might have been different what I don't get is why the two hated each other so much and then she says at the end I like him I think it's because she kind of knew I think it's kind of insinuated that Leia warned Holdo about the type of character he is Mm -hmm. and she was playing along with the kind of game of pretending not to like him but actually does you know kind of thing yeah I think that's why but um, I think we can go on to the. Oh, you want to go to the end? Because it kind of, it's kind, of, we kind of actually, you know how we said we weren't going to do it chronologically and all that kind of thing. We, we kind of have almost have been chronological. Oh, we haven't also actually, we haven't really talked about. Oh, but that we kind of universally kind of liked it though. The um throne room fight. Oh yeah, that was the, awesome. Aside from the choreography, choreography at the start, okay. 
it was okay. After the main shot of all them coming in, it, it was good. I, I liked um, Adam Driver. Obviously, he's a fine actor. He was really good with um, with uh, his delivery of the um, let go kind of line. And I think oh, that was so, no the bit where he's like, um, mm. oh yeah, you're still so, holding on. Like, uh, no, go. no, you're still holding on. Let go. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was good. I thought I think that's not another issue. I mean, I thought you you, you won't agree with this. I don't know. You probably won't agree with this either, Mark. But um. I thought Ray in this film didn't contribute that much, to be honest. She kind of felt a bit no, sidelined after I watched it again. I think I'd agree. She, she honestly didn't do too much, wasn't it? I felt no, like Finn and Rose she was just almost didn't. Luke the whole time. Yeah. I felt like Luke, she was only a device for Luke to do that thing at the end. And she didn't feel like, I didn't feel like she'd get much training. Aside from that, I feel like it was almost. So do you think Ray's a subplot? Yeah. Almost like oh, she, wait, I'm... now that I rewatched it, I thought she had a lot of, um, Screen time, she did a lot of screen time, but I thought she had a massive impact. It, was, it gave me the Indiana Jones 1 kind of vibe where even if he wasn't there, it oh. would have almost happened the same. Like, because Luke still would, I mean, he wouldn't have done that. It's more just, yeah, it's more Ray's main plot in this almost felt like it was just to get Luke to do that one last bit at the end. You know what I mean? Because Carl Ray almost did everything himself. Almost anyway, killed Snoke, kind of disbanded and um, his own inner thing. He is now the leader like he wanted to be. He still made his irrational decisions even without that. So I don't know. I reckon, I reckon she almost just was, was, yeah, I don't know. Plot device for Luke. Yeah, plot device for Luke. Okay. I don't really While think While we're on the topic much. of Ray and before we get further on in the story, what if we, what are we thinking of the cave scene, if you want to call it that? Uh, we haven't I liked spoken it. about it. I like kind it. of mentioned it briefly. I think visually it was pretty cool. Um, the review. However, I do not like how Ryan didn't give a proper answer to why. Um, yeah. what, who I feel like they were, were building up for that scene to be really important. I thought that was going to be the main story, character, especially yeah. with Cooper with character development. But to be fair, like this would have been a really, really big good change in painting. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, it's a dark side cave, and she confides in Kylo after it happened. Um, so it's probably showing her false illusions anyway. So it wasn't really going to show her about what it was. Yeah, it was just a, a lo- like uh, leading right. When, so. when mm. see when you say. She confided in Kylo Ren. She did. I know she did. And that's what I was saying before about, like, you know, liking each other, like, getting along. Oh, yeah, okay. Other. That's fair. Like, I, with the Force connections, like, why wouldn't she have gone to Luke? Why did she go to Luke? Luke was closed off. Yeah, he was going down. And yeah, yeah, he, I know, he but, was closed off to helping Rain any other way. Ben, why would you go to Kylo Ren? Because, man, be, be, I know, because she thinks He's that she's good enough. It's almost like she's going through. Yeah, that's true. When it's, almost, oh, it's, almost like, it's almost like she's experienced stock, experiencing Stockholm Syndrome yeah. right? instead of like no, being think physically he, confined, just think, mentally confined by Kylo Ren. He can be turned. Yeah, I know. He but, literally said there's still Ben Solo in it. So I think she's more doing the what Luke would have done back when he was younger, which I actually don't hate that much, to be honest, even though I'm not a big fan of Ray, you know. I think, I don't know. I think that I, you have a big hatred for that Ray and Ben, um, Kylo yes, Ray kind of stuff. Just, I, Ray Lowe, I, really, I don't really have a big hatred for that, to be honest. I didn't like it. Oh, well, okay. There you wow, go. Well, Cooper didn't like something. <laughs> that's, wait, you mean in this movie? or I'm, talk, I'm not oh. talking about the diet. I'm just talking about like how Ray went to Kylo. Oh, like, uh, I kind of understood why she was doing Well, that. I think they're similar characters in a sense. I think they're, they're both conflicted in their own ways. Yeah. They both haven't really had a proper mentor, I guess. No. Because Han and Leia kind of just ditched Kylo with Quite literally. with Luke, and I feel that was primarily maybe the reason because they weren't really parental figures for him, and he needed that kind of support. Yeah, but I don't know. It was an interesting plot that once again was the decision of Ryan to make. So interesting enough. 
I just, I just quickly before I move on to credit, yeah, I want to praise Ryan Johnson for what he did with this movie and also for getting through the backlash because there's people like the two to the left of me, to the right on on uh, the screen, but that have just given him so much crap about the decisions he made in this no. movie and he stuck by them and he said he wouldn't change it if he had I think chance. That's, I think that's ego more than I, that. I think he genuinely because he's, he's he's made good movies I love Knives Out I analyze the daylights out obviously, of it obviously but we don't think he should he should have got any of the negative like the death reactions and all of that I just think yes, I just think he almost didn't just, want to continue we, with what JJ said up just think because, that what he did with stars and especially with the sequels and by not true. by not contributing that is i think what our biggest you can issue have cre- is you can have creative freedom in directing and how you want to go with a story but just completely changing what was set up feels a bit he almost backtracked on what jj set up and then jj backtracked but it's just two yeah. directors not having the same you don't need to have the same vision because the original trilogy didn't have old George actually. You know, yeah, yeah, that yeah, different yeah. guy name. George knew the story and he wrote them all. Yes, yeah, so that's he, the difference. You can execute your own beliefs and what you want to add to it. You can even look. You can even to an extent do what he already did with Luke, but still continue with kind of what was set up beforehand. You know, it just felt like he just completely went off the rails with it, and that's what yes, annoys me. Exactly. It, even if you liked what, what he did with it, I felt I like, like it the didn't physical flow. manifestation of it going off the rails okay. was the very yeah. beginning when he threw his last. Well, day yeah, it was like oh. They're just gonna not make this a serious moment kind of thing, and then change his whole idea of what we thought Luke was gonna be. You know, like what you were saying at the start, this movie does subvert expectations yes. quite a bit. I will, and that. I think Ryan Johnson does a good job of that, and he does that very well in cinema of overall. But um, I don't think it was the right thing in this franchise for it to do. I I think it was a uh, it was coming off of last coming off of episode seven, which was I'll admit it was similar to A New Hope. Mm. This is different. Yeah, it's got plot similarities to Empire, but it does so many things different that are the like quite different and unique in in the whole style of landscape. Yeah, but I feel like even one, two, and three, which was all done by George, that each one of them felt a bit different in their own way, but also still kind of flowed for the main story. Anything that was like groundbreaking, really? I mean, seeing the whole Jedi Council and full flourish, the Clone Wars, we. If you, if you don't... The Senate? Yeah, we literally didn't see... It. Like, it was... Yeah, just, okay, that's fair enough. Good compared point. to 4, 5, and 6, that is crazy. Yeah, yeah, okay. But Because, I guess, because we grew up in the time of the sequels and we watched 1 to 6 kind of um, at the same sort of time of our lives, kind yeah. of, it kind of merges into one whole thing. But that was a major. Like, that was so, con- like, okay. um, so um, different from what we they already knew. I just thought they had an overall... They knew from number one, and they knew what they were going to go with number three. Yeah, creative freedom in the middle. Okay. If you had a, if you had knew what you were going to do in seven, and knew how it was going to end in nine, and do whatever you want in the middle to get to that those points, yeah. at least it would have been one story kind of throughout with the directors having their own takes in it. I think that would have been alright, even if I didn't like how they if they ended up doing what they did with Luke like this. At least if they had a proper finale and a proper start, and they knew what they were going to do with it and they got to the point of the end, I would have been fine with it. Okay. I'd have been content with it. Yeah. I wouldn't be as annoyed as I am now, you know what I mean? Well, yes. I yeah. If he didn't die, and then he had his opportunity well, to next... Like, I wouldn't mind if they kill off these characters, if they just had a, in my opinion, more of a, you know, co- contributing to the overall um, theme, least, um, the overall pot of the one, seven to nine. If he didn't die, at least JJ would have had an opportunity to... Do something if he saw all the backlash that was received on the last Jedi. That's why he was scared about. I think he could have done something to make the fans happier about it. Honestly, it's it's a big mess from the eight and nine together. Is a big mess. Like yeah, it's it's just a big mess, and that's what annoys me the most. 
and Mark, I know, annoys him the most too. Mm-hmm. Just having a, not having a script for each one of them or even like an idea on what they're going to do for them. Like, how do you not do that? You're trying to end the whole franchise thing with yeah. like, that is unreal. And not even have any basically memory or connection with Anakin who was made as the main character for the, like, how unreal, like, do you think they should have had Anakin in any of these movies? Um, because it's called the Skywalker Saga. I think, okay, and, this might trigger you guys. So just brace yourselves. Oh, God, I right. think the Skywalker, and this is, yeah, okay, now that's the thing that's going to trigger you. Mm. I think the Skywalker in this in okay, this whole sorry. saga is Luke. Oh, okay. God, that's well, not going to trigger me. That's, I agree with that's that. That's fine, but not in the whole saga. No, I agree. Yeah, I think in the, the sequence. The whole saga? Yeah. Oh, the whole three. saga, the whole saga. Well, you're talking about even one to three. Well, How's that yeah. to do with Luke? No. Well, it's no. it's How, just... If we're to- talking about the entire saga, mm. for me, it's it's the family of the Skywalker. So well, it yes. it starts with Anakin and then... Then it, it goes to Luke. And then sadly it goes into Rey. Rey gets to become a Skywalker. But it would have made more sense if it was Kylo sense. because he's a descendant of a Skywalker. Even that, and... yes, but I don't... Like, he's taken not... up a name. He could have taken up that name, but it would have made more sense for him to take up the name because it was at least his mother's name. You know what I mean? Because he's a solo, so I know he, no, no, but, he no, is but a Skywalker. That's name for that, but the mum is still a Skywalker. I know that's what that's I'm what saying. saying. It would have made more he's sense still to him to take Skywalker. It. it just sounds funny. Yeah, it does sound funny. But Ray, even with her, if we're gonna go with what they went with, <laughs> Palpatine is not even close to a Skywalker. And I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to say, oh, no matter how evil your past is, yeah. and okay. and who your parents are, it doesn't define who you are. You can, you know, believe. You know, I get it. I get it. I just don't agree with it. I know kind of steering. Well, you don't agree. Suit, well, not to... necessarily with the sentiment, but you don't agree with how it's held, handled. Mm. Kind of. I, I guess. Just, I know it's steering a bit off course, but mm. I just want to say one more thing in terms of the Ray Skywalker mm-hmm. thing. I think I mentioned this before on the podcast. I've done a uh, a series that takes place after Rise of Skywalker, and I mm. fixed I fixed the scene of Ray's age to Skywalker, and I feel like this is probably what was implied, like what you were saying before. Skywalker is not uh, not anything to do with family or connections. It's to do with legacy. I think that in terms of what Ray is trying to do by taking on that name is continue the because, legacy of them. You know, what? some people might think you know they might have seen that Luke died and not known that mm-hmm. Ray is a real uh, Ray is a person or whatever. So they're not hoping out for a Jedi anymore. They're hoping out for a Skywalker. I know what you mean, and I think that's what they deliberately even went for. Yeah, the, number nine. I agree. Because you can't be like, oh, I'm going to take this name Palpatine and make it into a good thing. Because yeah, if yeah. they ever heard that, people will just disregard I it. I can't get on board with... Yeah, I can't get on board like, with it, but I understand it. For me, Skywalker, it's a family name, so it has to stay in the family. Mm. Like, yeah, no, well, at, least agree, a, at least a bloodline like Ben Solo. You yes. know what I mean? Even, like, even They have to be related in the same family. Mm. I, know, I was just trying to make a case like to fix it. Oh. I, don't, I don't think it's done. I don't think it's right. Okay. All right. Well, at least we agree kind of on that yeah. a bit, which is which is nice. But should we continue yeah, on talking? Right. Let's go to... Maybe... Great. I think it's probably going to be the final-ish bit of it. Yeah, I want to just chat about... Yeah, yeah. Well, that's counts, is it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about Crate. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You guys liked it? As a planet? Look good? Uh, it looked... Yeah, it looked good. It looked but visually like good, but... It's just it's another empty, barren, empty, empty desert barren. sort of planet. It doesn't feel You've like it's so lived in. so many of them. So many unlived in planets, I feel. Tatooine, Tatooine, Hoth, Crate. Even, um, oh, I can't even think of it now, but there's a few others. But I don't know. I feel like we don't spend enough time on these places to actually yeah. know what it's about. And that's my issue with the next movie. Yeah, true. It's literally just planet hopping. But then again, I actually, 
But then if they're going to go with that, then at least they're going with that in terms of, like, yeah. they're not caring about world building at that point. When this one is almost like, there's only a few planets, but it doesn't feel like they live yeah, there yeah. long enough. No, I get that. At least that one, they're deliberately going through it. Yeah. I mean, they did at least make the effort to say that the planet was abandoned. Mm-hmm. So I guess there used to be an old, what was it, an old rebel base, whatever yeah. it was. That's why they have those things there. Yeah. I thought the the red, and I know you're going to talk about the sound design for the um, tire fighter shooting on the... The, the ground made a really oh, cool yeah, sound. A drumming sound. Drumming really sound. Cool. Um, I do like the red visuals of it, and it kind of creates yeah. a smoke protection for them, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's so true. handy in uh, Battlefront 2. 100%. Yeah. On the Galactic Assault. I hate maps. playing that map, though. Oh, that's awesome. There's too many There is, there is. I agree, it. but... Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think it was almost like... Yeah, I don't know. I guess I just needed a planet for a final thing to happen. It, it It's not like a planet where I'm going to be like... Oh yeah, this is. I'm gonna remember this. Like, I get why time. they wouldn't have a rebel or resistance or whatever base on like an inhabit inhabited planet. Feels but kind of. It's always like the same sort of same style. Thing. One little like, um, the oven four, door behind yeah, a little. That thing. is my issue. The oven four is. I'm pretty sure uninhabited, but it's different. It's a good. Unless you got like it's old cool. ruins, kind yeah. of esque. Like Hop had a big thing. This has a big thing. Just back it's, to it's war, yeah. a big, a big thin thing that just has nothing else on the planet. It's just, so boring. Just back to what you said before about the big door. C three PO says it's the only way in or out. How freaking stupid is that? <laughs> As a base for a massive like operation. Yeah. Why would you only have one entrance and exit? I guess they're trying to think it's probably more safer, but they didn't realize if that thing closes and there's an enemy on the outside, then like, how are you going to get out? You're under siege. Yeah. So I guess they think of it as only like a, oh, we can get the jump on the enemy and also lock ourselves in and attack them from the inside thing, but I guess it won't work. So I guess C3PO said that to create the intrigue of Luke by having him there. Yeah, but also, I guess even the rocks blocking that entrance, is this a a thing in the, in, in, in a cat, it's not even like a proper entrance. It's just like no. a hole in the thing. Yeah, so like, it's just a cave tunnel. Who made that? Yeah, <laughs> it was just back entrance. Just it feels so like forced in there, so they wouldn't die in that place. Yeah, almost. You know. Yeah. But other than that, what do you make of the? Uh, oh, sorry. Were you going? Oh no, go. Yeah. I was going to say, what do you make of the Luke versus First Order? I think I don't know if I. I don't think I've mentioned this on this yet. No. Um, I think it would be. Oh, I did say it would be more beneficial if he came himself. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And I definitely think there's someone on YouTube that put music over the fight of that. It I'm just, gonna mention that. Yeah, it just gives you, it just gives it more when, of a emotional when attachment. Coop, to when it. Cooper was talking about sound design, mm. I forgot I was gonna mention this mm. as well. Go for I, it. Oh well, you already said it, but yeah. I, w- I would encourage people to go watch. There's a clip on mm. YouTube where it's the Luke versus Ben fight, and they put what music I think is it? Dark Deeds. And it just because we watched. Jack wanted us to watch that clip first, and then we watched the actual movie mm. clip. And it's so much, like, it adds so much emotion and tension, yeah. which is funny for this movie. Like, as I was saying before, I wasn't drawn in. Mm. But that music really does draw you in. It's funny. Really. I think people forget, though, too, how influential music can be yeah. for any type of movie. Oh, yeah. So I'm not ragging on John Williams at all, because he's done some amazing themes, even in these ones. No, I, I think, think there's just... Well, why was just... there even... There was either a lack of music or it was so... They just had Kylo Ren's theme kind of slowly in the background. Yeah, that you could hardly hear. But it. also, it's not... That's what I don't understand. That fight is not just Kylo Ren fighting himself, which it kind of is. Yeah, I get what they did with it. But it's also the kind of the redemption of Luke from the hermit that we sing in this movie to helping the resistance kind of thing. So it should have been a theme that kind of represents both sides' kind of personal um, ide- um, ideologies and what they're trying to do. 
So that's why I thought that theme kind of represented both, like Luke sacrificing himself, having that sad kind of music who is connected to Anakin in that way, and then Kylo Ren, who's also connected to a Skywalker, having having him real have his realization that he's been tricked and kind of you know um, he's been frauded kind of thing. Yeah. So I thought thought it just would have made more sense and kind of entice you more into like oh, you know, what's about to happen kind of thing. I think music is a big influence on that. And yeah. It would have made it, would have made it more better, uh, much better, because I did enjoy it. Yeah. I, I didn't, I did enjoy I did, I liked it. I'm not, not blaming you. Mm. Um, what did you guys make of uh, I Saved You, Dummy? Oh. Oh. Uh, that was Rose, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. ruined Finn's. Nah, yeah. We talked about the scene change. He just ruined Finn's sacrifice. That is one thing I'll hold against Rose's character. That was a terrible decision. She just feels like, once again, just forced into yeah, a plot. I feel like the way she says it and the look on her face. I mean, I know cringe. he kind of did a good thing, I guess, by saving someone, but she seems so narcissistic about it. Like, yeah. I saved you, dummy. dummy. And then yeah, things like, like what about every single other, other person, person in that base that we are in the resistance here to protect? Exactly. Exactly my point. That's so how we win. We'll save what we love, not. Not, not, we won't fight what we hate. hate yeah. yeah, fight what we hate. Defend what we love. Oh, it's so cringe. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I get like <laughs> not good tingles down the back of that one. It's just I don't know why they need to add that in. And once yeah. again, I think that was probably almost the deciding factor on people not liking that Rose character because it just yeah, changed probably. that whole ending. And it was like well, that makes no sense. You just put this weird love kiss. Even yeah. the kiss wasn't. I know it wasn't a romantic kiss, but it was still like why? Yeah, you don't, you don't like when main characters die, but I think almost everyone, myself included, seeing it in the theater, seeing Finn charging into it, and go. like okay. he's going out in style, cause, and I respected him for and it, and it would have brought his journey to an end. And, and then it makes you also, not like Rose for doing that because it, it ruined his kind of, of yeah. plot, import, like, plot importance. But yeah. then again, it could have had Finn could have still been something else in the next. And one. yes, I know they still managed to get away and they both survived, but. They didn't know at that point about the yeah. secret exit. Yeah, so it's a bit it's a bit annoying and a bit frustrating. So there's a few on. So the crate as a whole, I think I liked the whole scenes and stuff. There's just a few nitpicks that they could have made it a bit more perfect, in my opinion, to end the movie off on a strong note. Could have been yep. even a good thing for that. Well, I think I'm just moving forward a little bit with the lifting rocks scene. Mm. I think that's a pretty uh, symbolic way to end because lifting rocks is always one of if the, not the first. Thing lesson in becoming a Jedi using the force lifting rocks mm. and we didn't really see Rey do that like she gravitated the rocks she did she did yeah. but um she really gets to have her Jedi moment and this is I think this is probably the moment where I'm like okay yeah, Rey's a Jedi now I agree with you on that I just yeah I did yeah I know just the lack of it's... like yes it's cool but the lack of training she, she hadn't we know Luke didn't she have can that... lift rocks but how can she do everything else? But also, that? I know we yeah, like to say, oh, we didn't have that much training on Dagobah. I, I get that, right? I can, I can, on a way, agree with you on that. But at least Luke, when he did his actions, he went to go uh, do something, but then failed a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, I was about Ray to say, he hasn't had any he failures in anything. Yeah. He, he really never failed. He lost in his fight with Darth Vader on Better yeah, Finn. Yeah, and lost his arm, and the people, uh, Han was frozen in carbonite. Yeah. It was not looking good for him, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then even the only time Ray kind of does fail is when she fights Kylo Ren in the next one. And then even then, because Kylo gets influenced by Leia's death, then she still ends up winning that fight line, almost killing him anyway. Yeah. So I'm just like, she never loses. And that's why struggle. And that's why you can't to someone that is always... a Mary Sue. Yeah, like you can't, you can't have a perfect character. And you just said that. We can't, I don't yeah. see Luke as a perfect character. Yeah. I'm like, I don't either. But at least Ray. Luke had some failure. I think Ray's issue comes from like, her mental state. Not that like she's got anything wrong, but just that inability to get over. I'm you just know, Ray. 
She's just a no one. Yeah, and she's adamant about that. Like, move on and create your own person. Yeah, she does it. it in the end, but it takes too long to actually care about it, yeah. which is why I might actually end up liking the and new Ray thing in the end because hopefully it has a bit of a time jump and it shows you that she's matured and a it bit. it has nothing to do with the fact that she just seems to be just great at everything. Uh, yeah, like, it's just, it's, it's not good. It's not a good look for the movie, I don't think, in my opinion, having a character that's perfect. You know well, I mean? like you said, she kind of blends into the background, even though she has the most yeah, screen time. That's crazy. So... Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's honestly crazy how she does because she kind of just there, but I guess she's nagging Luke a lot in the first bit of it. Yeah. So I don't know. I think this movie just has too many negatives for me to like it. I think that's the way I can say it. Yeah. Jeez. And I can, I will, I can, and I will never understand how you rate this as a top three movie. Okay. But I'm glad that this discussion wasn't too toxic. I don't no. think it was toxic enough. Yeah, and it definitely that's... left you triggered a bit, which oh, yeah. which I can which I um can fairly understand. But the more I, I think, for me, I reckon the less I watch this movie, um, the better it is. Well, so I think I yeah. would not be rewatching it anytime soon. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, about that. and I just wish they could have. They I think it's more because of the opportunity they had to do whatever they like, and they did this, which kind of infuriates me. Okay, and it's not something I would have wanted. So, yeah. I am... We're going to move on to scores now. Yeah. We've reached the end of our discussion. Oh, this will be the last thing we do. I hope you guys enjoy this. It's uh, controversial. All right, I'll give it my score, but... I can't wait for Cooper to Yeah, I want you guys to go. What was my score. lowest one for now? Uh, Force Awakens. Which was? Oh, no, sorry, Phantom Menace, 5.3. Okay. And then, Mark, your lowest is yeah. Force Awakens, 5.2. Who wants to go first? No, Jack. Oh, well... Okay. I am going to give it a solid... This is generous, Cooper. So don't, so don't attack me for this one. Four point two. Okay, that's <laughs> better than I thought. Oh, yes. I just a bit below. Average. Uh, you know why? You because think I think bad. no, no, no. Okay, give me up. I would have gone lower. The only reason I didn't is because it's still Star Wars. You know what I mean? Okay. So yeah. if it would, you know what I mean? Like, I still love seeing Star Wars, right? Yeah, but this yeah, movie is the worst Star Wars movie in my opinion. Yeah. But. Most Star Wars movies are at least on par with average. Okay. But this one's below. Right. Okay? okay? So that's all I'm saying. Yep. Well, I'm sorry to Cooper and all the others who like this mm. this film. I'm not holding back. I'm not being generous like okay. Jack. Okay, this is probably what oh. my realistic oh. one would be, so I'm ready for Mark. I'm giving it a solid 2.2. I was waiting for it. Yeah, I was waiting for it. I was, no. I was thinking a 2.2. Two, two, two no way you think it's that bad. Hey, how many times have I said on this very podcast, I don't consider it canon? That's true. Oh, if you're yeah. not considering it canon... You Even said all- you gave it that much because you consider it Star Wars. Well, for me, I'm sorry, but I, I may consider it Star Wars, but, but I don't consider it Star Wars canon. Yeah, part of the stuff. It's a Legends I can't story. give it... Even Force Awakens, I can maybe somewhat just, just say it is. That's why I gave it a passing mm. score. Yeah. But this one, I'm sorry, I can't. And yeah. I, ho- I hope you guys have they, enjoyed... Uh, they destroyed... Well, given it your one. Yeah, uh, they destroyed Luke too much for me to give this film any good score. I hope you guys have enjoyed this bit of discussion, but I can't wait to hear Cooper's uh, rating of this, and it better not be higher than the movie I hold to my heart with a lot. Okay, so I had to think I'm walking out. I had to think about this quite a bit. My main question was, is this better than The Force Awakens? Yes. Is it better than The Revenge of the Sith? Oh, no! No way. No. Good, good. But the thing good. is... Thank you! Where Does it do place? I put it? Unlike Luke. Because I gave Revenge a 9, 
and uh, The Force Awakens an 8.9. I would actually probably move Revenge down a little bit. But because I've sent my scores, not changing them anymore, I have gone with an 8.9. So same. Same as Force Awakens. Okay. I think Revenge is is just a little bit better. But also, we already knew he was a top three movie for him. Mm. So technically, the way he's going is he's still top three. Empire. Empire, Revenge, and that's technically and row one, but that's but, te- no, but hear me out. Te- you can't change it though now. Sadly. No, no, but point. technically, it's on the same level as force, which means it takes the same position. Yeah, so force. So it's still fourth or third, okay. which is. But also, uh, yeah, as you guys, as you guys know, we always matter. interchange our um Scores. ratings on the movies on how we're feeling at the time. Well, but for me and Mark, I think the last Jedi will always be last. Mm-hmm. But for Cooper, it could range between three, even to two, maybe. At I might be stretching, but I think this is a cinematic masterpiece. That's no, it is. Saying. No, it I'm is. not. I'm not handling it. No, it's definitely a cinematic masterpiece I, because I, it's different I, I, and it's, it takes on a different Mark, way of portraying Star Wars. We're ending this before I lose. No, nah. right, look, I just can't handle the word masterpiece my and the last Jedi going. Oh my gosh, Cooper, that is a hard. I can thing. understand how you can think it's a good movie, but I can't get on board with masterpiece. I think it's more of a masterpiece than The Force Awakens. Only Star Wars masterpiece, and I wouldn't even say it's revenge. I would say it's Empire, because it revolutionized the whole Star Wars movie franchise. I, that, I think there's multiple masterpieces. It's revolutionized it into the ground. I think into the into oh, dog doo-doo. No. <laughs> I think there's multiple masterpieces, and the one yeah. I'm thinking of currently is Rogue One. Yeah, I agree. Mm. All, all, all the ones I've given high scores are masterpieces. Oh lordy. I just can't even. Oh, oh no, man! Last year, being a masterpiece, yep. masterpiece of being what not to do for a Star Wars movie, maybe. No, oh my <laughs> god, no. a masterclass. Oh. It's a masterclass in not in how to not make a Star Wars. Exactly, movie. people. So, any of you guys wanting to make movies, do not make it like the Last Jedi. Thank you. Wow, that's that's yeah. terrible. No, well, your you take guys, is terrible. So. You guys can't change my mind, and I will stick by the fact that it's a. Masterpiece, and I will not. I'll pretend like I never heard of it. <laughs> well, so, I will continue to be non-canon in my head. Yeah, well, and I that's think, such a sad way to end. And I think on that note, we'll end on a bit of a depressing sort of note. Yeah. So table problem. on that on that yes. note, guys, uh, we'll we thank you very much. We'll catch you on our what final fun viewing episode. next week too. Do you guys want to do a oh. ranking of the the movies like once we're done? Well, we already have our. Well, oh, I no, know, we've got our scores. But the scores, oh, we can but the scores are meant to be individual, though. Like we said, the ranking is going to be your final kind of standing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because he's got two at the same rank. You can't really rate him. You can't really do well, that yet. So yeah, I think last that's... episode of the rewatch series. Next I know. Week. And then we're moving to Ahsoka very shortly. Jeez, it's been how many weeks has that been? Ten weeks. Ten weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's interesting. Good. I've loved watching all the songs movies again. You never find time. So to I hope, guys, time. you haven't yeah. um turned away yet and you keep um in- listening to our interesting hot takes as cooper has enlightened enlightened us today to be fair though maybe some people out there i mean let us know in the comments uh if you're listening on youtube and watching on youtube about um, jack and i will not harass you for your we won't harass you we, we, like we, we love, unlike a lot of other people we we do appreciate we actually enjoy being toxic to, we, each, to each other we enjoy hearing the different opinions even though we can't understand science. it sometimes it's just fun to be able to talk to people who do have wildly out there um, takes and cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> cinematic masterpiece. Oh, quoted forever. Um, but we do actually 
But the whole reason why we're here is because we do love talking about just Star Wars as a whole. Even yeah. if we sometimes sound very sad and not positive about our things, we see even me who doesn't like Last Jedi, I still love to um talk bad about it. And that shows how much I love Star Wars. So we all do. So we all we all do, even though it sometimes hurts, but it sometimes makes us happy. That's it. So on that note, yeah. um, we'll catch you guys um, next, week. next week. And we always appreciate your support. So yeah. we we thank you guys a lot well, for that. Thank you very much. So I have to turn the recording off. See you guys. No! Wrong button! Where do I do it? I told you this before! Yeah. No, where are you going? Where's the... Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, stop recording. Oh, my God.